Welcome to Women Leading the Way Radio Show, where each time you'll hear from successful women CEOs, executives, and professionals, where we'll discover how they do what they do to be successful in business. We'll be interviewing women who have overcome big challenges, women who have incredible stories of lessons learned in dealing with adversity. We'll even interview women who have started and grown successful organizations and women who are C-level executives with unique talents and positions. Our goal is to bring successful businesswomen together to share how they're leading the way in business today. Good morning and welcome to Women Lead Radio, brought to you by Connected Women of Influence. I'm Diane Callahan and I am your host today of the Lighthearted Life Radio Show. Our topic today is transformation from the inside to the outside to everywhere else. And our guest today is Mindy Lyons, and she is a women's empowerment warrior, speaker, and coach. Good morning, Mindy. Good morning. I'm so excited to be here. I am so excited that you're here. Um, I'm just like kind of uh, fangirling over all your cool stuff and everything that you have going on and coming forward. And so I want to jump right in. Um, You are all about having power, owning our power to transform our lives in the most amazing, miraculous, wonderful, magnificent ways. And I wanted Mm -hmm. to start by asking you about the transformation that you're currently in the middle of, or I guess we're always in the middle of it, but that you're going through. Tell me more about that. Wow. Uh, Well, (laughs) you talked about how I'm all about owning your power and connecting to your authentic, just your divine self that God created us to be. And I came from a background of a lot of powerlessness, or at least I perceived it that way. And so it's been just a wild ride of learning how to become um, confident and learning how to be authentic instead of being stuck in people-pleasing behaviors. And because of the trauma that I had gone through uh, from childhood all the way through adulthood and very toxic narcissistic relationships uh, that really did a number on me. I mean, I had chronic depression um, on all kinds of trial medications and just um, ballooned up to almost 300 pounds. Uh, I mean, I, I could go into all the details about that if you want, but I came from a place of feeling very powerless and very controlled, very manipulated, um, and just not really uh, being able to tell who I was anymore because I was so caught in being who everybody or what I perceived everybody else wanted me to be or wanted me to do that I almost didn't even feel connected to any specific identity for myself. And so I've transitioned dramatically, uh, physically, which I'm still in process. Uh, I mean, we always are, but my mindset, I would say, has been the most significant, powerful transformation. And that is the most important one because that's what can have a ripple effect on every other area of your life. So that has been completely life transforming. I went from being, you know, very much very insecure uh, to being extremely confident, uh, from being uh, very much a, I would say, kind of system dependent uh, because I ended up a single parent overnight of three children. And so, you know, losing everything, losing everything, mm-hmm. I mean, financial devastation, all of that to uh, now being very independent and, you know, still a solo parent 
um, of my kids. And it's just been a, a story of going from barely surviving, uh, not even really wanting to be here, but, you know, my kids are my everything. And um, now I just am so passionate about life and just enjoying the deliciousness of it all um, and thriving. So it's been an incredible ride, <laughs> wild and crazy, but <laughs> incredible. And I'm so here for it. I love it. I love that you said the deliciousness of, of life. That is, makes me so happy. Um, mm-hmm. When you talk about transforming your mindset and, and when you help other people do that same work, what is, what is that about? How do you dig in deep and get over some of those traumas and, um, and claim that power to have this amazing life? What would you tell people? Oh, I mean, that is the work, right? That's the question. Yeah. Uh, for me, I mean, the best thing that I can say is that it's intentional. Uh, a lot of people just kind of expect that um, you're going to transform in life. And, I mean, you can to a certain extent, but if you want to, like, go on the path of self-mastery, you have to intentionally do things. Like, I read so many different books on self-development. I listened to numerous podcasts. Uh, I, I just devoured everything that I possibly could on different topics like um, confidence, mindset, a lot about just mindset because I knew that if I could uh, have a level of control over my mind and my thoughts, because that's what it is, is it's, it's thought patterns, it's behaviors mm-hmm. that um, we repeat. And so learning how to shift my thoughts, which uh, transforms your behaviors, which transforms your life, that was where I had to start. So being learning how to be aware of your thought process and the thoughts that you're having and being able to catch yourself in the middle of a thought. And I had a lot of self-deprecating thoughts about you're, you're not good enough, you know, you're not attractive. Plus, people told me these things that, you know, you're, yes. you're this or that, just like we all do, right? Everybody will say what they think of you, and that's always based on their personal experience. It doesn't even matter in the grand scheme of things what they think, but when you're in that place of um, insecurity and just self-loathing, you kind of look to other people as your basis for your identity. You kind of take on their perspective as your own identity, and that's what I was doing. So I had to go through this process of, of being aware of my thoughts and then choosing a different thought or distracting myself from the thought that I was thinking. And when you can distract yourself from it, it's kind of like a you draw – energy to the things that you focus on. So if I'm yes. telling myself, ooh, don't think that thought, it's, well, you're just going to think that thought more. So that doesn't work either. So it's kind of like distracting yourself with um, other things, like other thoughts or anything that feels good to you, whether it's taking a walk or listening to some upbeat music or something like that to distract you from it, that can reduce the momentum that you have on that thought, which ultimately can transform your behavior too. So it really was about changing thought patterns and not necessarily go. A lot of people will say affirmations, um, you know, can be really powerful and they can, but I feel like the, the thing for me about that was I couldn't tell myself an affirmation that was so far from what I believed. So for example, (laughs) you know, if I'm going from telling myself, you know, you're, you're never going to amount to anything or you're just a hot mess and you're always going to be struggling. You're never going to be financially successful or, you know, any number of thoughts. 
if I was to have an affirmation that was on the complete opposite spectrum of that, where, you know, you're like, oh, you're the sexy goddess, you're, you know, you're a multimillionaire, all those things, like you're, you, I, for myself personally, I mean, I can't speak for everybody, but for myself personally, I'm telling myself, this isn't the truth. So I can't really subscribe to that. So having something that you can tell yourself that feels more believable and you kind of slowly build that. So you can say, you know, okay, I'm not where I'm at, but I'm on my journey. Okay. I can, I can subscribe mm-hmm. to that hundred percent. So it's kind of like easing yourself and into words that feel better and better and better. Like I'm on my way and it's okay. Yes. I, you know, might do things and make mistakes, but it's okay. I'm learning, I'm growing. And so you can say words that gradually feel better and better uh, until you actually transform from someone who sees themselves as hopeless and helpless yes. to now my mindset, I so know and own my value that I'm not saying that I never get tripped up. You know, we all have our insecurities. Uh, we all have, all have things that we're dealing with, but I'm so solid in areas where I used to be very wobbly and unstable um, now because of going through that process and because I had the intentional focus on shifting my mindset. And sometimes all that is is making sure that you're focused on something that is uplifting because sometimes my yes. thoughts would, would just ran so rampant that I would feel like I couldn't even distract myself really. And so I almost needed to fill my head with something that would keep my mind occupied so that I would not occupy my mind with negative things. So for example, turned my, you know, road trips or driving to and from work or uh, doing the laundry, household chores, getting ready in the morning, whatever, I would make sure that I put on something that was powerful to listen to, whether it was music or whether it was, uh, I love listening to shows like The School of Greatness and Ed Milet's um, show, just anything that's uplifting and empowering. And hearing other people's mm-hmm. stories would also build my own hope for myself. So that was a, a big part of it for me. You know, I am so down with everything that you're saying because, you know, the work we do in ourselves is the hardest work of all. And in my coaching practice, um, we actually send daily affirmations to our clients. And mm. um, and and they are just like you were saying. They're not like, you are a, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's more like we're, it's, we're on the path. And it's okay. Like, for instance, I just have to, because what you said resonates so much with the affirmation I sent this morning at 6 in the morning, because I sent them early. Um, the affirmation was, every step forward helps me to become more courageous and fearless. Do you mm. love that or what? That I love it. 1% every day is 365 a year. So, right? We right? underestimate the power of those small steps, you know, those tiny little percentages. We underestimate you know, choosing the side salad versus the French fries. And I'm not saying, like, it's totally fine to enjoy the French fries. I'm not saying that. I'm using that as an example because I would tell myself uh, one of the most difficult things for me to overcome was emotional eating. I I turned to food for every single thing, for, you know, celebration, for loneliness, for, (laughs) uh, you know, every single reason. Food was kind of my, my thing to go to. And so... For me, it was, I would tell myself, a 15-minute walk 
isn't going to do anything. I mean, so why even bother, you know? Or right, I, right. Might, I might be doing, um, you know, really good with my eating plan or whatever for most of the day and then have something that I told myself was not okay to have. And I'm like, well, the rest of the day is blowing, so you might as well just eat whatever you want for the rest of the day. <laughs> Or, you know, it's oh, my gosh. start uh-huh. on Monday mentality, you know, like I can't or I can't start this program in the middle of the week because that's going to throw off the whole program. This is a 90-day program and it's supposed to start on Monday, so start on Wednesday. That's You know, it's like all this oh, mental yes. gymnastics that we put ourselves through. And it's all those things. You know, when I was coaching people with health and fitness, they would get really kind of down if they only lost a pound. And on one hand, I get it. But on the other hand, I would tell them, if you lost a pound a week, that's 52 pounds in a year. For one thing, do you even have 52 pounds to lose? And, you know, many people don't. But those that do, when was the last time that you lost 52 pounds in a year? You know, so right, right. we just get so caught up in needing to see that, you know, instant transformation, instant gratification. And what that does is that actually keeps us locked in the place that we are because we feel like we're not seeing results fast enough to where, we actually stay in the same place for years and years and years because we're looking for the quick fix. Well, how's that working out? So right. I hey, definitely hey Mindy. learned. Yes. Oh, I just wanted to say, um, first of all, we were separated at birth, obviously, with eating for obviously. every occasion, good, bad, or ugly. <laughs> but um, I want to, we're going to take a quick break, but I want to come back and talk about the celebration part because that you touched on it. And I find that that is so important. So, Right now, we're going to take a quick moment and recognize one of our sponsors. Excellent. Thanks, Diane. Women Lead Radio is brought to you today by Connected Women of Influence and our partner, National University. National University is proud to be one of the largest private nonprofit universities founded in 1971. The National University mission is to provide accessible, achievable higher education to adult learners. Today, National University educates students from across the U.S., and around the globe with over 170,000 alumni worldwide. Thank you for your support, National University, and to all of our sponsors and our partners, like you, Diane Callahan, and the Lighthearted Life. So now back to your show. (laughs) Thank you. We're back to the Lighthearted Life radio show, and with us today is Mindy Lyons, my guest, and we are having such an amazing conversation about transformation. And I wanted to get back to something um, that you are really passionate about, which is that as you're transforming, as you're living life, we need to celebrate every damn thing, right? I mean, we need to recognize Mm -hmm. and celebrate it. Like you were saying, hey, I picked um, a very healthy lunch today. And when you – and whatever it is, I went for a 15-minute walk. I, um, Mm -hmm. I stopped myself. When I started to say, oh, I'm so dumb, I checked myself, right? And the mm, thing is mm-hmm. that when we do that, when we say, look at that, look at that growth, look at that change, look at that choice, look at me go, that is when we are able to do it again and again and again, to do that good thing. Because we're, we're, mm-hmm. we're celebrating ourselves. We don't have to, like you said, we're not, we don't have to be looking to other people for our identity because we're celebrating our own amazing selves. What do you say about that? I completely agree with everything you're saying. I think for some of us, it can be tricky celebrating ourselves because that can feel selfish. 
Um, mm-hmm. I was raised in an environment that was not celebratory because it was kind of viewed that, you know, giving yourself a pat on the back or giving, dishing out compliments would turn you into a prideful person. And I, I feel like that kind of had a negative impact, honestly, because when you think about it, it's, if you were in school and your teacher was like, oh, man, good job, or your coach, you know, gave you that high five and was like, you're amazing, think about how that made you feel inside. It was just like the most incredible feeling. It's so empowering when you or someone else can give you that boost of belief, of affirmation, of acknowledgement. You feel seen. You feel valued. You feel um, empowered by someone else's acknowledgement of you and your Mm -hmm. success or just being who you are. So doing that to ourselves is, I feel like the most important thing, even though it can feel awkward at first, I know it did for me. (laughs) It's very awkward (laughs) to kind of like tell yourself, man, you know, girl, sometimes, you know, if I'm wearing something, I'll be like, okay, all right. You know, you're kind of rocking this thing today. And it feels weird to say that because it's like, am I being self-absorbed? But no, it's when you can, own all of that within yourself to where you're not needing it to come from anybody else. It is the most empowering place to be. And honestly, the healthiest place to be because you're not, you're solid in and of yourself. You're whole and complete. And it's such a beautiful thing because then when you are in a state of um, pouring into others, it's from a state of overflow. It's not because you are, you're just flowing all of the excess that's coming into your life onto other people. So acknowledging all those things, celebrating those things, literally like, you know, Mel Robbins says, high-fiving yourself in the mirror and saying, you know what, you're doing a good job. You woke up today. You put on pants. I mean, it does not matter what the thing is that you're celebrating because, honestly, it's all about your feeling. So how you feel, which some might be like, ooh, that sounds like woo-woo, hokey or whatever. But your brain does not know the <laughs> difference between you doing a 15-minute walk and a 30-minute walk. It doesn't know the difference. It's not saying, ooh, she only did, thir- you know, 15 minutes today. She didn't do 30. So I guess we're not going to see her as doing a habit. Your brain still has those neural pathways. It's like, oh, we're, we're repeating something today. It doesn't acknowledge the time frame. So that's why it's mm-hmm. so important to – continue to, to celebrate because of the good, the good feeling is what helps propel you. And it's also what helps attract more and more momentum to the goals that you're, you know, working on accomplishing and to the desires that you have in your life that you're moving towards. It creates momentum for that. So celebrate every single thing. It does not need to be, you know, scale victories. It doesn't need to be these monumental, uh, you know, accomplishments. It can be especially in the days where I did not feel like, like my blinds were closed. I didn't want to talk to anybody. Mm-hmm. I was so depressed. Just celebrating, I got up today. I stayed here today. You know, I, I mm-hmm. put on some clothes. I did a load of laundry. It doesn't matter. Or it could be a mon- monumental thing of, you know, I just hit my first six-figure month or whatever. You know, whatever it is, celebrate everything because you deserve it. But that feels selfish yeah. to us sometimes, I think. Well, and that's what I wanted to touch on. It, it can because we've been we've been carefully taught that you know that's self-absorbed or that's selfish or that's stuck up or that's whatever it is. So, thing is that there is a it's that there is a difference when you are celebrating yourself when to yourself, right? When you're um, acknowledging that you did something hard that we can do hard things and look, I just did that. I had that hard conversation. Whatever it is, what happens mm. is. 
that doesn't translate. When you become so full of, 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 of enjoying your successes, your little steps towards being better, right, the better, better you, your favorite you, right? When you celebrate mm-hmm. spending time as your favorite you, that's, you don't have to go out and start talking yourself up. See, that's what people think. It's all about, ooh, talking yourself up. And no, the, thing, the people who are out there talking themselves up, like, did you know that I drive a blah, blah, blah? Or did you know that, you know, they're the ones who are still in that place of looking to other people for their identity. Because what they're trying to do, they're, th- they're throwing out a push- fishing hook, and they're trying to get feedback to them that validates themselves. And, and, and when you are authentically, intentionally, celebrating your own growth and your own magnificence, it's, that's, a, that's between you and you, you and God, really. Mm-hmm. And, and you don't have to go out there. So, so I wanted to touch back on that because I feel so strongly about this because people do feel like, oh, that's selfish, that's awkward, that's um, self-absorbed. No, it is just cherishing yourself, just like you cherish other people in your life. It's noticing mm-hmm. the beauty in yourself, just like we notice the hummingbirds and the flowers of spring and the blue sky and the feel of the sun on our skin. It's just like that. And, mm. and then it brings, it brings enjoyment of ourselves to ourselves. Do you agree? I do agree. Um, I just wanted to introduce maybe a little bit of a different perspective on sharing things that we might um, be excited about on a public level. Yes. Um, so my perspective on, on that, I guess there's, it's twofold. If I see someone celebrating, like I have a lot of friends who are celebrating a lot of different things and there used to be a version of me that would get triggered by that. And I would oh. have these thoughts mm-hmm. about like, Ooh, they're just wanting their new car or whatever. And what I've learned in my path of, self-mastery is that when I'm triggered about something, it has nothing to do with the other person. It's, it's something within myself that got triggered. And, and that, so I investigate that. Why am I triggered about that? What are my beliefs about this? And it really is about something internally that is being disrupted that wants, that wants to get healed. It's a pattern. It's, a, it's something usually from some past thing that happened, you know, in, in mm-hmm. my childhood um, that, make you know brings on envy or jealousy or judgment or criticism about someone else and it has zero to do with them other than something came into my experience that triggered something inside me that I need to process through and and heal and grow through and when you can get to the point where that stuff is cleared out you become almost invincible you can't get triggered by that thing anymore because you're you've cleared out those those patterns and you can come to a state of of healing about it to where you can look at that same thing and just be in a state of, of appreciation for all that they are experiencing in their lives. Like good for them. I genuinely feel joy when I see my friends um, having successes. So there's, there's that aspect of it, but also I do think that it can be healthy. It's kind of your own, like, you know, your intention. I know what my intention when I'm sharing something publicly that I'm excited about that I might have accomplished. A silly example of that would be, there was this pink chair that I just had my eyes on and it was for my, my podcast corner that I'm setting up, you know, for the show I'm getting ready to um, release. And 
I saw this chair and I was just like, I want this chair. It, it was just like consuming for me. <laughs> and the day that I got it, I was so excited. And I was just, I posted a picture of myself in my pink chair. And I was just so elated to receive this chair that for months and months and months had been kind of on my vision board. I literally had it on my board, this pink chair. And so mm-hmm. I know for myself that my heart in sharing that, um, I had a pure heart in sharing that. Now, someone else might get triggered when they see that post and think, oh, Mindy's just trying to draw attention to herself or whatever. But again, it goes back to those triggers. That has nothing to do with me. That has to do with the other person, how they're perceiving what I am sharing. And so right. I guess I, I come from a place of, of freedom, you know, allowing people the freedom to be who they are and share, you know, whatever they feel inspired to share. And, you know, we each interpret that in our own way based on the growth path that we're on. Um, but I just love celebrating people, and I love to see people celebrating themselves and being excited about, you know, different places that they're reaching on their path. Because to me, I feel like it gives other people hope about what they can do, too, that, oh, man, yes. like, I could do this. If you can do this, I can do this. And so I think it is important for us to share those celebrations along the way, because when I see other people celebrating something, I'm like, oh, my goodness, I can do that. Like, this is a person who was, you know, I knew their history, I knew their journey, or I just heard it for the first time, but it's like, oh, that's so motivating. I get so excited. And I'm like, ah, it just ignites me. It empowers me. It inspires me. And so sharing those things, I think, is is important to do publicly. But, of course, you know, follow whatever you feel inspired to do. Well, and actually, so I'm glad that you said that because what what I was trying to talk about was that you don't necessarily have to share everything, but and but when yes. you are full, when you have filled up your heart and you are um, with the confidence of growing and becoming your favorite self, then yes. when you do share about the pink chair in your life or any other things, <laughs> you share it in a different kind of way and where it does really have that undercurrent or through line of and you can too you know Mm -hmm. and so when you're sharing it in a celebration of something great in your life and a like almost like a promise celebration for others that they can they can manifest and create whatever they want in your life their life I love that so much. And me too. I'm just like that. When I see friends like succeeding and having joy, it like lights me up and it makes me so happy. And um, we need to remember, and this is something that I coach about a lot, is we are role models 24-7, 365, whether we want to be role models or not. People yes. are keeping their eye on us. Keep, people watch and listen to how you speak about yourself. They listen to what you're going after. And whenever we can role model the power of our thoughts and our, and our enthusiasm and going for what we want and even role modeling mm. how we handle when it doesn't quite come together, um, yeah. that's even more important. And so I want to say, because we are getting close to the end of our show, Mindy, I, I know. could talk to you for literally hours, <laughs> but you have so many amazing things coming up. You have... Um, your Broken a Badass digital course that you're putting together, your the Mindy Show, your podcast that's going to launch soon. Um, there's just so many things, and and you have an amazing ebook 
that I've been reading this morning and loving everything that you say because it matches everything I say. Um, it's called, you guys are going to love this. It's called the High Vibe Glow Up Guide. And so um, I want you to go get this right now. Like go wherever you're listening to this on Spotify or live or whatever. I want you to go and get this. Mindy, where do they go to get this free ebook? Oh, thank you so much. Um, my link is direct.me forward slash Mindy Lyons, my name. So it's M-I-N-D-I-L-Y-O-N-S. And you can sign up for my I have a free e-newsletter. You can follow me there to get any updates on any courses that I have coming up, all the good things. Okay, I love that. One of the things that you talk about in your, and we can't get into it right now, but I want to just like tease people. Um, a couple things is that you have to um, be it before you are it. And I coach oh. this so much. You have to be the person who lives like whatever it is you want, who yes. um, if you want to be a healthy, fit person, you have to live that every day. And what you say, um, and we're just about to sign off, oh, my goodness gracious, but <laughs> the thing that you say that was struck me as so profound because it's what I've been also sharing is you have to shift from focusing on the harvest or the measurement is how I've been talking about it. Shift to, mm-hmm. um, from focusing on the harvest to planting the seeds. So what yes. does a fit and healthy person do? The seeds are, exactly. they get some movement, they eat a salad, they drink their water, they get their rest, they meditate. Those are the seeds. And you're never yes. going to be able to reap a harvest until you planted and watered and germinated and fertilized every single seed. Um, and yeah. that's where the glow up comes from. And um, Mindy, I have loved every second of our conversation. Oh, me too. And um, I know, and I just, I'm so excited to follow along with everything that you're going to be coming forward with. You're going to change people's lives with your oh. role modeling with your badass wisdom, with your, you know, your, your journey and your love and your love, really. Mm, um, your love, love for yourself and your love for them, for the people that you work with and the people that are listening today that you've shared your wisdom with. So I want to say thank you so much for being our guest on The Lighthearted Life. Mm. And I want to say a special thank you to all of our listeners. We have listeners in many other countries and across the United States, obviously, because we're an international show. And as, after our show today, you can listen to Women Lead Radio on all subscription podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, you know, all the places, iHeartRadio. You can find us everywhere. And we are expanding very quickly to a daily radio show and podcast. So, so for now, we'll be back again for another live Women Lead Radio show on Mondays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time. And it has been my sincere joy to be your host today. Thank you for listening. And you guys go out there and glow yourself up and live the most amazing, lighthearted life. Thanks. Women Leading the Way is produced by Connected Women of Influence, the premier private membership organization where life-focused, business-to-business, executive and professional women connect, collaborate, and cultivate a vast network of high-level affiliations, resources, and professional relationships. 
For more information about Connected Women of Influence, please visit our website at connectedwomenofinfluence.com.